also tonight, six people dead. They're also very, very clearly marked. Uh, she was very, very specific about that with the UN, with UN Blue on, on those roofs. You, sir, are a physician yourself, a medical doctor. Do you believe, and I'm asking for clarity here, do you believe that medical facilities and other civilian infrastructure in Gaza right now are being deliberately targeted by Israel? Absolutely. I am sure of that. Uh, because so far, 23 ambulances were targeted by Israeli airstrikes. No less than 22 other facilities, clinics, hospitals, and other facilities, health facilities, were targeted by Israeli airstrikes. We lost up till now, and I don't know if this is the final number, but we lost more than 18 of our health workers, including first aid providers, in addition to many others who were injured. And now this attack on the on the Baptist hospital, I mean, like people would usually think hospital is a safe place, but the Baptist hospital is the most safe place because it is run by the Baptist church, which is linked to the West and so far. That's what usually people think. If the Baptist hospital is attacked in this vicious manner, then any other facility is eligible for being a target by these Israeli strikes. And look what they've done. It, was, it wasn't like a small bomb. This was huge, huge, huge bomb and a huge explosion that took the lives of 500 people immediately. And there are hundreds of other people who were injured. You're talking about probably six or 7,000 people who were sitting around the, in, in, inside the hospital. And you can imagine how, much, how many people would be killed. And now if you ask Israelis, they will say that Hamas is using civilians as, 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 as his shield. This is, I don't want to use bad word now, this is such a big lie. And these Israeli lies should not be accepted. They keep justifying their war crimes. What they are doing is three war crimes at the same time. Ethnic cleansing, plus genocide, plus collective punishment of civilian population. These people who were killed today were thirsty because there is no drinking water. They were starving because there is food, no food coming to Gaza. They did not have the proper facilities for treatment. We are, one, we, are, we are now so worried about the possibility of infections. And I think the World Health Organization already, already spoke about the possibility of the spread of cholera now in Gaza Strip. Epidemics, infections, 550,000 women are pregnant now in Gaza. Mm. 5,500 of them should be delivering now. And many have been doing that in the street because there is no safe place. UNRWA schools were bombarded, hospitals are bombarded, everything is bombarded. That is genocide and it should stop immediately. So you've called for international condemnation. What else would you like to see from the international community? And, and when I ask you that question, I don't mean just the West here. What would you like to see from other countries as this continues? I think it is absolutely shameful for any Arab government now to have an ambassador, Israeli ambassador in their country. They should all do what the Colombian president did, which is to kick out any, any ambassador, Israeli ambassador there, and tell them that we cannot have you when you are committing a genocide. All the acts of normalization between Arab governments and, and, and Israel must be eliminated and canceled. This is, this is the least they can do. But also they should tell the United States that enough is enough. The United States has so many interests in the Arab world, so many countries 
provide the United States with oil and gas and support and, and markets and everything. Now the United States is killing us practically by supporting this Israeli war crime. And this should stop. This should not be allowed. Even if we were not Palestinians, whoever we were, humans are being killed. They should look at us as human beings who are massacred now in the hands of these Israeli war criminals who are using American weapons, American money, and as you said in your report, American taxpayers' money. And this should stop. The problem here is that everybody is advocating this genocide in the 21st century. In the case of Ukraine, they sent all the money they have and they sent all the equipment because they say that Ukraine is fighting occupation, illegal occupation. Although I didn't see these massacres there. But here in Palestine, they are supporting the occupier. What does that mean? Is the international law gone? We don't have it anymore. This country, what, what, what the West is doing is totally unacceptable. And I don't demand only condemnation. I demand immediate ceasefire. I demand that the Security Council immediately meets and takes a decision of a complete ceasefire. And the United States and Britain and France should vote for that, rather than giving Israel the carte blanche to continue this massacre against Palestinian people. Uh, Mr. Barghouti, you've been critical there of Arab governments, but there's also been a huge amount of anger being directed at the Palestinian president, Mahmoud Abbas. We, we saw crowds out on the streets there in Ramallah tonight. I know that there's been statements made from his office over the last few days which have changed over time clearly a huge amount of pressure is being applied from various different sides as a palestinian leader sitting in ramallah at the moment can you give me a sense of the relationship between the palestinian leadership in ramallah and hamas right now i have no idea because i'm not in the official leadership and I don't think that this official leadership has met yet. Uh, and I think people are correct in their criticism of the Palestinian Authority. And uh, I think the Palestinian Authority should change course immediately and go in the direction of unity of all Palestinians, including all Palestinian groups, and fighting together, standing together, and uh, to stop these massacres against the Palestinian people. If it is true that the president, uh, Mr. Abbas, will not uh, meet with mm -hmm. President Biden, that is a correct step. But it's not enough. We need more than that. We need a much stronger stand with our people in Gaza. We need a much stronger stand to unite all Palestinians now so that we are all in one front against this terrible aggression, which is much bigger, much bigger than the catastrophe that happened in 1948. If Israel is allowed, to conduct the ethnic cleansing of Gaza Strip, and this is the real Israeli plan, to push all Palestinians out of Gaza to Egypt, to create a situation where people will be so afraid for their lives that will have to flee. If they conduct that, and if they succeed, and I warn against that, their next step will be the ethnic cleansing of Palestinians in the West Bank. This is the real Israeli plan. This is the real Netanyahu plan, and Smotrich and Bingvir do not hide it. They speak about it all the time. This is the Israeli solution to the fact that the number of Palestinians on, on historic Palestine is now equal to Israeli Jewish people, if not a little bit more. They want to terminate one third of the Palestinian population by committing this, this, the, these crimes and this genocide and by pushing Palestinians out of Gaza. 
This is the Israeli plan, and this is what they are trying to implement. Well, let me ask you, sir, then, what is your call to the, the governments and the leadership of both Jordan and Egypt? I believe they have to immediately take very much, I mean, first of all, we appreciate the position of both Egypt and Jordan for refusing completely the idea of uh, forcing Palestinians out of Gaza and declaring that they will not accept refugees from Gaza. This is the right stand. And our people are showing heroic steadfastness by refusing to leave their homes in Gaza and refusing to leave their land. But at the same time, we need more than that. I think it has come to a point, position with Israel, and there has to be much more pressure now, immediately, on the United States and all Western governments to immediately force Israel to stop this war. This war has to stop immediately. It cannot continue. The continuation of this war will, be, will mean massacres more for Palestinians and will, be, will mean more deaths, not only on Palestinian side, but also on Israeli side. Although now we are the ones who are paying the price and we are the ones who are losing our children and our daughters and our mothers and our sisters. It's totally unacceptable. This, this genocide against civilian population in front of the whole world is taking place by a country that claims to be a democracy. A country that is supported by, 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 by the world democracies, countries that claim to be civilized and yet allow this terrible thing to happen. That should stop immediately. Not only condemnation, but immediate pressure on Israel to stop this war, to stop these savage behavior, this savage behavior against the Palestinian civilian population. Mustafa Baghouti, the Secretary General of the Palestinian National Initiative, thank you very much. It's Emily Angwin here who is now presenting. A big thank you to my previous presenter, Nastasia Tay, who had been on air for four hours. I'm now taking over. TBR. What's up? Um, nothing. bro. Yes. <laughs> and there's so much going on. It's just ridiculous, bro. Between just all the violence going on in Seattle and, oh man, just some of this stuff has nothing to even do with each other, but it's just a bunch of stuff going on. Like, you got that, then you got the NFL. Like, I don't know what type of product that is right now. But yeah, there, there's there's no question that the NFL ain't right. <laughs> there, there, there's no question. What you mean, mean that they're rigging the games? Man, bro, yes, bro, definitely. It's stuff like that, or they're having an effect on the game <laughs> so much that the game just doesn't turn out in a natural way. Okay. Right then, you got the you got the level of play with it. Right, I mean that that whole thing. Then, uh, you know, uh, nil deals has even even college football. Man, college football, bro, is not that good, bro. Yeah, I was looking at the uh, Colorado State uh, Boise. You see that? Oh yeah, that yeah. That, that was a crazy ending. <laughs> that was crazy, period. That doesn't even make no damn sense. 
but they, you know, they let you got a brand new team every single year and all that stuff. Then, I mean, everything going on with not even going on because that's never stopped. Yeah. Like the reason why we're paying attention is whatever they orchestrated or put together somehow 1300 Israelis got killed, right? Yeah. They were. Why, why, why ain't they been doing that before? Who are you talking about? The, you talking about the Palestinians? The Hamas? Oh, no, 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 no. Well, see, because here's the whole thing. This is about Hamas, right? Yeah. Even though all the Palestinians had to evacuate. Yeah. So, so let guess they get to like come back. <laughs> no, they're not gonna. That's what oh. Huh. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to get the rest of the land. No, nah, no. Nah, this ain't about land. This is about war, right? This is about people. Yeah. Nah. Like, this is, they talk about, oh, the, the, the money. Nah, man, it's the land. That's where all the money is. If we stop printing money now, all the natural resources that come from land, that's where the value's at. Yeah. You know, what I want to know, mm-hmm. if you're Israeli, how many generations are you from being from there, right? Like, let's take America, for instance. <clears throat> I know my great-grandma. Yeah. But her great-grandma was from America, too. Yeah. Because she told me. Yeah. And also, her grandma before that was um, from America. Yeah. So... What would that give me? Like five, six generations? Seven? Yeah, my grandma's uncle is still alive. So what I want to know, let's say in 1948, okay. we moved to Israel. But, I, but I'm not born yet, so my grandparents moved there. My my. My my parents wasn't born yet. Okay. Right? So they moved there in 1948. Right? So I guess my dad will be born in fucking 1956 or something. 1957. So he'll be one. I'd be two. would be three. Yeah, 47. My grandma was like 20. So what I'm trying to figure out, because <clears throat> that it was established. What what year was it established? What was it? 1948. It was yeah, around there, 47, 48. Yeah. Okay. But uh, now you you know me. These are all rhetorical questions. When they established it, how did they? Who, what did they do? 
Did they just change the name? It was created um, from Eng from England. This is the this is this crazy, bro. Look, this, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. This is how cold the gaslight is. You're in the Middle East, right? Or Africa. They even gaslight on that. <laughs> They're in Africa. <laughs> um, but everybody in your newly formed nation has a European last name. Libowitz, Horowitz, Weinstein. So that sounds that sounds awfully uh, Arab 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 African to me. No, it don't. I did a little bit of research and found out. I, this there's stuff. This is is some stuff, man. That this shit is this shit is all bad. All bad, man. Them like they they are based. They're Europeans. The Ukrainians do the in in the in the uh, when the, when the uh, uh, Germans invaded the Ukraine and Hitler invaded the Ukraine. A lot of, and, and that's around the same time that they created this state. Let's see. Hitler invades Ukraine. What year? Because if you look at the history books, it's a simple Google search. It'll tell you that the Jews were there for hundreds of years. Wait, so to find out what really happened, all I got to do is Google it? Yeah, it's right there. Wow. Right here. Nazi... See, you know, because it'd it, it be crazy how when I want to know some bullshit, the first thing I do is Google it, right? Mm -hmm. But when it comes to actual history, all of a sudden, I don't be knowing how Google works no more. Yeah, it moves around, though. They move it around. Because I studied this stuff a long time ago. So... Basically, like I said, the Kazo. So, so all these dudes, these Jews, they was just defend. They was descendants of the Israelis. So they just changed the name. Yeah. Hebrew. No, how they get there? They got there because okay, look at this. Nineteen forty-one says right here, the Nazi occupation of Soviet Ukraine. So look, in 1941, yeah. let's say there's somebody in Israel, right? Like, okay, in 1941, where was their grandparents or great-grandparents in 1941? Were they in Tel Aviv or were, <laughs> or were they in Frankfurt or something? They were in Ukraine. Wait. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you. Huh. Well, part of the 
the Talmud and the like like I read history books, right? So basically like they had like Spanish Jews, but see the whole thing with uh their religion is you can go and change your name even. Yep. And change whatever you got to change to slide into that society. That's why you got Spanish Jews. That's why you have, and that's why you have Jews out of Ukraine. They're converts. Those are converts. The people that are in Israel are converts. They aren't Hebrews. So... They were, they were Jewish. They were driven out. But listen, though. They're, yeah. Are they Jewish? They're Jewish. Jewish is a... But, a but are they Jews? Jew, Jew is a European name. Are they Hebrews? They're not Hebrews. They're Jews. Which, okay, is, cool. which is so a, which okay. is an assimilation. So they're Jews. This is, yeah, it's an assimilation of Hebrewism. They colonized Hebrew, the Hebrews. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's what it, you already told me. Like I said, this is all rhetoric right here. Like yeah, I understand. Yeah, we 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 just going through it because the people need to kind of understand really what we're looking at. So right, okay. So so, how about this? Let me okay. ask this. Let All me right. ask this. What was Israel called before it became Israel? Um, I'm trying to remember in my. I'm trying to think of this off the top of my head. I want to say no, no. Let's look. No, like let's, Goshen. No. Let's look it up. No, I know this. Stuff. It's like of Goshen and Avaris. They're not going to give it to you. That's one thing that they scrub. I think it's called Avaris. Like, hold on, let me look. Because they were the Hyksos. H-Y-K-S-O-S. They were the Hyksos. The Hebrews were the Hyksos rulers of Egypt. Uh, Northern Egypt. They were foreign invaders who came in and assimilated into the society, and then they like got prominent roles over a couple centuries, and then they took over and became a pharaoh, and then they were driven out by like uh, Moses. He drew he he defeated their army and drove them up out of there, right? And then they fled, and they went up into Europe, and the real name is the. They're the cult of Aton, A-T-O-N. That goes even deeper into it. They're Atonist. So let me look this up. So you're saying Israel. Now, what was the question? Israel, what was it called? Original name. Okay. Origin. Yeah, and that's a good question. Yeah, because see, what, 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 what I'm establishing yeah. Is is that it always seems that these discovered places or these created places, people have to get displaced for you to create it. So all that tells me is is that 
there was something already established there. Usually we call that theft or it, it it's something like right when you displace people, when you, uh, especially by force, right? Because indeed what we're dealing with is the victims did exactly what happened to them. Okay, this is even more crazy. So I looked it up. So basically... It's like with African-Americans. They always, like when you, you do your DNA, they stop you at slavery. So this is what they're saying. They're saying, that, okay, when World War I ended in 1918, with an Allied victory, the 400-year Ottoman Empire rule ended and Great Britain took over what became known as Palestine. A.K.A. Modern Day Israel and Jordan. So this is even more crazy. So Palestine's official name in Hebrew <laughs> was Eretz Yisrael. So it's Israel with a Y in front. That was the name that appeared in Hebrew alongside Palestine. So I guess Palestine is Eretz in English and Arabic, in the local currency stamps and documents lending the name Israel official status. So they're like really trying to stop you. Okay, what was the name of Palestine before? The name of Palestine before is Mesopotamia, oh, Canaan. Canaan, C-A-N-A-A-N, Canaan. And tracks and, and trade records found early, as early as the 18th century BCE. Palestine does not appear in any written records until the 5th century BCE. So, let's see. Mesopotamia. Where is Mesopotamia? Okay, where is Canaan and Mesopotamia? Let's see. Canaan original name. We're getting to something. And do we, I think we're getting, let's see. Canaan previous name. Let's see. Oh, cop. See, they be trying to change when you type stuff now. Okay, Canaan. See, they're trying to stop you right there. Canaan was the name of a large and prosperous ancient country, at times independent, at others a tributary to Egypt. <laughs> Located in the Levant, re Levant region of present-day Lebanon, Syria, Jordan, Israel. So, what was, is it the land which the tribes of Israel conquered after, as it, okay, so they're saying the tribes of Israel conquered after exodus from Egypt. The, Can the Canaanites are a people they disposed from the land. So they're saying the Hebrews got rid of the Canaanites. 
The Old Testament of the Bible always Tanakh. What the hell is Tanakh? The book, the Tanakh? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, Jericho. So, basically, this is rooted in some, like, city of God shit. Like how, how Jerusalem done been took over a hundred times. Yeah. Okay. So, now this ain't... So, 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 look, 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 look. Because I don't want to let you get away. So, explain to me, like I'm 10 years old, where Europe comes in. Or, is Lithuania not Europe? All right. Okay, let's jump. Okay, let's jump. This is what I found the other day. So, what does it say? Let's see, Ukraine. I'm going to pull up Ukraine. Because Ukraine, okay, Ukraine. Now, didn't they let Jews from anywhere go? Go where? So, was it wasn't just Ukrainians, right? Yeah, because once they got cast out, they went up into Europe. It's a cult called the Atonists. Cult of Aton. They don't want to, they're, scrub, they're scrubbing a lot of this shit, right? And that's where I said they went and found the, uh, uh, what are they called? And they converted them. The Khazars. That's where the Khazars were. So listen, hold up. Okay. Here's another. So the history of Jews in Ukraine Dates back over a thousand years. <laughs> Jewish communities have existed in the modern territory of Ukraine. So, see, the Russians I do know were uh, were Christians. I think they tried to convert the Russians, but he was like, "I'm a good." I read the book. It's called Kessler 13 Tribes. One of them. I read a couple of them. And it says, Oh, driven by Ukrainians. So I guess it's called Make Aaliyah. Ooh, that's crazy. You know the singer named Aaliyah? I guess Aaliyah is meaning return to the motherland for the Jews. Israel Israel grapples with rare wave of non-Jewish refugees. Israeli officials say they're approaching the quota non-Jewish Ukrainian ref, uh, 4,900 without a family in Israel. So all these Ukrainians are running to Israel. Whoa. So, yeah, because when they convert, oh, shit. Israel, Israel slams for exploding plight of Ukrainian Jews. Doesn't Ukrainian Jews fleeing Russia's 
brutal military invasion or being housed in illegal settlements. <coughs> oh. They're being housed in illegal settlements for Jews only in occupied West Bank. So they're putting the new Ukrainians that are coming down there in the West, in the, in the Palestinian territory. They said 30,000 Ukrainians are said to have fled to Israel when uh, Russia invaded Ukraine, including 12,000 Jews under Israel's racist law of return. Ukrainian Jews are being granted automatic citizenship. Non-Jewish Ukrainians fleeing the war, including Christians, face the prospect of being turned away. So, now what made them Jews again? How are they Jews? (laughs) I love love this. No, because I want people to understand what's going on. They're not even real Jews telling the other. They're not even Jews. They're not even, they're not even real Hebrews telling other people like, yo, you can't even live here because you're not a Jew. This is crazy. This is a year ago. I'm trying to figure out. This is a $5 Indian shit. Yeah, $5 Indian. So... Now, here's another article talk about how many Ukrainian... Okay, what day? Oh, this is last year. Ukrainian ambassador claims his country aided Jews during the Holocaust. History says otherwise. What are they talking about the Holocaust? Yeah, because a lot of them Ukrainian... Like, if you read them, them uh, those tribes over there, a lot of those are Roman Catholics. The Russians are Roman Orthodox... Roman Catholics, and then the case. Let's see. This is how you get to it. Khazars uh, in you. Okay, because I had it all lined up the other day. Because that's like Eastern Russia. So so there's some anti-Semitic conspiracy theory. They said believers claim Putin's incursion in Ukraine was a means to help the country counter-dispel an invasion of Khazar Jews. It outlines how lack of historic sources on the Khazar Empire and highly contested hypothesis about Ashkenazi Jews have led to, um, <laughs> dude, this is how they do it. So when I was reading up on the Khazars, they got down and see, when you get really close, the sources say this cannot be confirmed, but they're like, but it can't be not confirmed. It's like when they say like they're the uh, Hamas was cutting off babies' heads, but 
and they turned around and everybody started pulling those, pulling those, uh, uh, retracting those statements. You know what they're saying? Oh, Hamas is killing babies, chopping babies. And the president said, I saw pictures of babies' heads getting cut off. And then the next day they came out and said, oh, he didn't see that. He just read the reports. But then there's videos of kids being trapped when they bombed them, Israel bombed them, Palestine buildings, like live videos of them pulling crushed kids out of the buildings. Right, right. So that's what they do with the Khazars. So the the Khazar origin of ancient Kiev. This is on JSTR, the fucking academic paper site. There's a whole book right here to talk about it. Where where is Kiev? In uh, in U- Russia, Ukraine. <laughs> oh damn! I tripped it. It is yeah. My bad. <laughs> Look, the president. Uh, this is how cold they are. The let's see. Uh, president <laughs> of Ukraine. Okay. The president of Ukraine, Zelensky, is, he's Jewish. <laughs> this is how cold they try to gaslight you. He's Ukraine's first Jewish president. Yeah, okay. Zelensky. <laughs> but the motherland... <laughs> So that, look, one article they tell you they've been there for a thousand years, right? Then they can't say they can't confirm a conversion. But all the scholarly says they've been there for at least a thousand years, right? So they got the first Jewish president. So, but look, a thousand years ago, if you look a thousand years ago, isn't that when? <laughs> When the uh, conversion supposedly took place. <laughs> See, they're trying to gas. Zel- okay, so even the name itself, Zelensky. Everything's ski. So if you come down to Israel, it, let's see. You look up, let's see. Zelensky, okay. Zelensky. Zelensky, Israel. Right? Oh, look. This is even something we just slipped past us. Israel, oh, Zelensky wanted to make a solidarity visit, but was told the time isn't right. Israel refuses Zelensky visit. Say time's not right. <coughs> so they said Israel Zelensky denied visit to Israel despite support on Gaza assault. Why is Zelensky supporting a Gaza assault? I thought I thought Ukraine was basically like Gaza. I thought Russia was like Israel and God 
It, see what I'm saying? They said the right. time's not right. Why do you think the time ain't right? Because they don't want nobody to know that they are related. And they and listen, they're both going to listen. And this is even more crazy. So all this stuff we're watching on TV, um, we're paying for it. If we give them fools $3.9 billion a year in defense aid, we're paying on, on both sides. Ukraine and... We gave Ukraine at least $7 billion. So we're paying for both of these people's shit. We're literally, we're paying for Israel's whole defense budget. Like literally all their defense, those tanks, all those soldiers. We're paying for that shit. We're yeah, paying. Bro, uh, bro, look. That was, that's been the deal. Like, that's been the deal. What, what I be trying to figure out, how Winston Churchill's name never come up? Meaning, well, you know, he was one of the main people who helped establish that shit. Oh yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like, now, what I want to know. This is why I'd be like, well, they just must be Europeans, like, because what's Winston Churchill? Where, what country he from? England. Hmm. So how did he get inserted into that? Because, see, Israel was established why? Israel, let's see, what, that's a good what, what? Okay, we'll, we'll do it like this. What major thing was going on that was the catalyst for it being... World War II. ...erected? Let's see, World War II. Right, and what do we call the specific portion involving them. Let's see. The specific... The Holocaust. Yeah. Pull up, pull up the areas where there were the most victims. Of the Holocaust? Like, yeah, like where it was all from, you know, because they... It wasn't like they was just in one place, right? They got distracted from all over. I just want to do something real quick. Because, see, you told me when it was established, anyone of descent can go, right? Mm -hmm. What I'm really getting the Jew, at... The Jewish writer return. Okay, cool. The Jewish writer return. So, I wonder how many of them went and they wasn't even involved in the Holocaust. You was over in Europe. You was over in England somewhere. You, you like, like this. Is what I'm trying to establish. They all came from Auschwitz. They all went through that. Yeah, let's see. Oh, you oh. mean to tell me there wasn't some dudes who got reparations who didn't go through shit? Yeah. Hold up. This is crazy. Now, don't we got a dude who's a huge financer here 
who used to go around getting Jews prosecuted and persecuted, and now... Well, Nazis... Or persecuted. Well, Nazis. But this is but this this is even more crazy. I'm reading this shit right now. It's called the Balfour Declaration. It favored the establishment of a Jewish national home in Palestine. Nineteen seventeen. They didn't actually do it. Let's see. Oh, they yeah they they established the state of Israel. Harry, Tr- Day oh David Ben Gurion, the head of the Jewish agency, proclaimed the establishment of the state of Israel. U.S. President Harry Truman recognized a new nation on the same day, so they created Israel. They. Who they? Yeah. Nah, give us some names. They, you okay? Oh, it says right I here, love this. May, May 14th. This is why we go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Okay, so Harry Truman. Because they had tossed the idea around in 1917. It was an idea. So who? Uh, it was called a Balfour Declaration. It was a favor, establish of a Jewish national home in Palestine. They just picked Palestine. What? Wait, no, uh, no, no, they didn't. Where was that? What was they gonna do it before that? It just says they, they, they was gonna do it somewhere else, and there was a reason they did it. I don't know where else were they gonna do it. I'm not sure. Um, because because Pal- Argentina. Let me, let me see. Because I thought the Nazis ran the Argentina. Let's see. State. Yeah, because I think a lot of Nazis escaped to Argentina. Let's see. Oh, there you go, right there. It's called the. Um... Oh, okay, right here. So, I didn't know this. Okay, it's called the. A uh, Andina, Andania plan. The plan span is Spanish plan. Andania is a is a they say it's conspiracy theory that allegedly alleged plans to establish a Jewish state in parts of Argentina and Chile. Oh, interesting. Oh, so it says the. Jews in Argentina go back to the 16th century following the Jewish expulsion from Spain. Bro, what's up with all these... Hey, 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 hey. You see how these motherfuckers have it where they can lay claim to anything? Yeah. Are Are you looking at this, bro? Yeah. If we dig deep enough, They'll be able to say, oh, well, we had rights to this going all the way back to this. But they can't so, They can't say that. And this is... Okay, go ahead. How, how, how are they not saying that if that's what they're saying? 
Well, it's in, and that's what, and that's what several other leaders have proud. So, okay, they just said what? The, what's this? Vladimir Putin is a conspiracy theory. He was trying to drive them up out of his shit. And then we got this other one, like you just pulled, pull, I pulled up, you know, that you, you brought up the idea, and it says this, and the, the, the Spanish tried to expel, expel them. And in the other book, I was reading a book, it's like because the Torah and the Talmud, they got these ideas and they come in and do certain things and 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 they got expelled up out of Egypt. The cult of Aton, because they come, like they were saying, what was I reading in the book? It was like there was a doctor. How they got into Spain, they had a doctor it was like the king of Spain had a doctor that was a Jewish dude, right? Mm-hmm. And he, like, was cool with him and gave him a little bit of power and all, you know, you're my doctor. You, And then after a while, he was like, and he was like, yo, we want, I want you to help some of us immigrate here. And he was like, the king at the end was like, nah, bro. <laughs> he said, do you trying to do something, you know? This right here, it says expulsion from Spain, 16th century, fleeing persecution, immigrated. See, there's a long story, but with explorers and colonists to settle, colonists to settle in what is now Argentina, in spite being forbidden from traveling, they were forbidden from going to America. So, they changed their names on the slave ships. They owned the slave ships. They changed their name. What is it? The Lopez brothers. Anyway, we'll go. So, in addition, many other Portuguese trader, traders in the vice royalty of Rio were... Yep, right here. The Portuguese traders in the vice royalty of the Rio de la Plata were Jewish. Uh, an organized Jewish community did not develop until after... Argentina gained independence from Spain in 1886. By mid-century, Jews from France and other parts of Western Europe fleeing social and economic disruptions of revolutions began to settle in Argentina. I'm trying to figure out why they keep fleeing these revolutions. And this is something important that... That conversation, like him saying, all that. Ask, ask, ask him, Dennis, for this goodness. This is something that I noticed with them. Okay, so you know when Hamas hit Israel, right? When Hamas hit Israel? When him, Hamas hit Israel, right, there were these claims that Israel had the largest military in the world, right? And this advanced military with all this, like, um, advanced weaponry that we gave them, right? But if you took the people in the interviews were saying that no police came and no military came when Hamas was shooting the rockets. Count, it's kind of sounds similar to 
Maui, when the people were saying the fire, they, they cut off the water, and no, and no, uh, and nobody came for a long time. So, I figured out that really they didn't really. I heard a, I saw a report. See, it said they only had like ninety soldiers active. Some numbers. No, Israel, between 90 and 100, which sounds crazy, but that's what I heard. So then you start thinking about it, right? Yeah, but wait, hold on. Don't, don't everybody got to serve in the, in the Israeli army? And that's what I'm getting to. But I'm so, sorry, brother. My bad, my bad. No, that's what I'm saying. That's right. And so if you look at that, if you look at that and you hear the people said nobody showed up, the police and see it's been four days and they still haven't sent nobody in. And they're like, Oh, this army's about to go in and they got these pictures of tanks and they got people in America that are Jewish saying, I'm about to go serve, which sounds to me that's like, bro, that should be illegal. Like if you're going to serve in somebody else's military, that's that's a, that's illegal, bro. Like I, can I go serve an African military and come back? No. Can I go serve? Hey, man, I want to go. Uh, I want to go. Nope. I'm, nope. I'm Libyan. I want to go help Gaddafi fight the Americans. Nope. The only the only thing you could do is you could go somewhere and fight in America's interest somehow. Like, and that's and like you know, like what well, one thing that's been established yeah. is that America is pro Israel. Yeah. The the problem isn't what's going on. The problem is when something happens to Israel. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> I keep hearing these numbers. But listen, I'm pretty sure that people are like, oh, what's he doing? He doesn't know about Hamas. What's he saying? Well, I said Hamas because that's what they said. Oh, Hamas did this. Let mm -hmm. me guess. They would never do this to their own people. You guys really think I believe that and I'm an American knowing that American America believes in like sacrificial lambs mm -hmm. and they'll that yes, they they'll do it to white people. They'll do it to all American white people because at the end of the day, what's gonna sell a better story than that? So if we gotta kill off a few of y'all that's cool. We'll implode a building. How many people died in 9-11, bro? It was like 4,000, right? I mean, and that's, in, and that's including people that inhaled some of that dust and cancer. And Now, look, when 9-11 happened, there's just no way it wasn't everybody. It was Osama. It was Saddam. Yeah. It was it was anybody who was against America or not pro America. Okay, we're looking for weapons of mass destruction. All this stuff. Yeah. There's motherfuckers involved who went to the school of the Americas. Yeah. All you know, all, all this stuff. Now, mm. one thing I do know is that America loves to play God and other countries' politics. Mm -hmm. and 
And that's what I'm saying. They're, they're involved in coups. And they, of course, they're going to say these people did it. That's what I'm saying. The people who they say did it, it doesn't make any sense for them to not claim it. Uh, our God has spoken, the American government or the American media okay. or the Jewish media. I got two things for you. Let's go. <laughs> so, okay, so they had American ex-soldier mercenaries joining private military contractors, and they were fighting in Ukraine against the Russians. And one thing that they said about the Ukraine, they said that the Ukrainians were getting slaughtered by the Russians. And I was, so he explained, he said, I've been in Afghanistan, been in all these wars fighting. He said, yo, when they had an army, yeah, but they had an army of like, they conscripted everybody. Everybody served military for a little bit and going about their business. They reactivated them and put them in the field and they were out there getting slaughtered. So in Israel, they're doing the same thing. So you got <laughs> people that's on N NBC saying they're going back to helping the cause, and they're engineers and shit. They're like math teachers and all kinds. Motherfuckers who pretty much are dead ROTC. They got nerd-ass motherfuckers in the army. So they say, oh, their army is the greatest and the biggest in the world. Man, you go run your ass up in the Lebanon. You go run your ass up in Afghanistan with them motherfuckers. And guess what's going And that's why we sending them damn ships. If your army yeah. is so advanced and so great, why the hell we got to send our people? Why don't you just go in there? It's a little neighborhood. Go there and say, yo, we want all the Hamas dudes. And you stand there with your rifles. No, you don't want that. Because what you're sending in there is your brain trust. You're sending in you're sending in nerds. <laughs> and number two, and then they keep talking about that. Then they ain't got no hardened sword. Did they? I'm trying to figure out. Did any of them fight for the United States in Afghanistan? I want to see how. I want to see the numbers on that. I want to see how many of them over there was fighting in the Middle East with us in Iraq and Afghanistan for the last 20 years. I want to see the numbers on that. See what I'm saying? I want to see that. I want to see that. I want to see, look, they talking about, yo, they had this, uh, you know, that music festival they keep talking about, right? Yeah, Hamas shot up the human, which I'm trying to figure out how they having a music festival on a religious holiday, but that's a whole nother story. But notice they ain't never said who organized <laughs> the music festival. Like, it, okay, foot Travis Scott had what? They had five people die or something. The whole damn planet knew who start who opened who who started that shit. If you got a music festival in a, a hotbed of a territory and the lady was on there this morning, I swear to God, she was an actress. I put the uh, video up in the group. It was on uh, NBC. Let me see if I can track it. 
the video's called the chick is on there with her boyfriend she clearly looks like an arab she got a low-cut dress on she's smiling as she's telling the story of how the gunman came in she it was so scripted she says they knew everything they knew how to cut us off so I'm like, dude, how they know that? If they're all if they're all occupied in Palestine and you're in Israel having a music festival, how they know the logistics of your security apparatus? And how do they know and how come you didn't have adequate security? So that's the should be that should be the problem. That should be what people are talking about. Yo, you having a festival, but you didn't have no security. So gunmen just walked in and mowed everybody down. But ain't nobody talking about that. How many of them know? Let me see. I'm trying to pull the video. I had it. I was... You know people, you know we don't be knowing shit. We be acting like we do. Yeah, they don't put none of this. Because I sure remember. Oh, here it goes right here. It's NBC News, and it's called Hamas Used Precision with No Mercy During Festival Attack. So they got a chick. The dude looks European. The chick looks Arab. I swear to God. This chick looks straight Arab, bro. She got her boobs hanging out, got a big-ass gold chain, and she talking about how she was hiding under some dead bodies for eight hours, smiling, telling the story. The chick is smiling, bro. I swear to God. What network was this on? It's on NBC News. Mm. She's and this I, was one of their little foreign correspondents that we've never seen before. Yeah, she don't got a scratch on her. Neither one of them got a scratch. <laughs> she said, I looked him right in the eyes. Recouple recounts Hamas Festival. She looked at the government straight in the eyes. She out here with lipstick, got her hair done, got a, like a boob top on and some Birkenstocks. No scratches. Talking about and smiling. She said they moved in. She's talking about running. They moved in with precision and we couldn't get out and they had everything blocked and they knew exactly... And the dude, they got a, they snapped to a guy with an AR-15. And she said it was Holocaust style. <laughs> wow. And she's smiling right now, dude. And she's telling the story. I'll tell anybody, go look at this shit. It's like the crazy, dude, that broad was in no more of a, and the guy, he kind of looks uncomfortable. It's like, bro, like he kind of, he, she won't let him get a word in edgewise, right? He's like fidgeting in the chair. He's like, I don't know. She's rubbing his leg. And it's. Wait, what? And she got. Yeah, she got. Yeah. A little honey trap. Yeah, she's doing this type of shit. And and this is what I'm saying, bro. I'll try to play it. But this is... It, 
this is some shit I'm talking. It's like, man, and it's like, so you mean you guys got a big old army? Now they trying to hold back. They ain't trying to go up in there. They look. The people were like, yo, they telling us to evacuate. They saying a million evacuated. I ain't seen no video of nobody walking nowhere. But then they went to the Egypt border. They said Egypt's not letting them in. And there's only like 50 people there. And then in the other video in Palestine, some of that stuff like, what is that, Monda Weiss? The guy from Monda Weiss was up in there. He was like, dude, they're telling people to leave. And they're like killing them on the way. So I'm trying to figure out if everyone evacuates, if everyone eva- evacuates, who going to move in? Oh, wait. All the, the Ukrainian Jews are coming. And then to make it even more crazy, yeah, we'll... we'll if, 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 if they all have to flee Palestine, see, because here's what's interesting. When they say we're about to take over uh, what what country we was talking about? Which one? Oh, you talking, just talking about? You talking about uh, Argentina? Or you talking about Ukraine? No, nah, not Argentina. Israel, Palestine. Oh, Israel. No, nah, the one the one that Russia invaded. Oh, Ukraine. Ukraine. Okay, so What's interesting is that it was an issue when Russia was all like, man, you better evacuate. We slide. Yeah. Right. But that's the same thing they allowed when to happen over in Israel. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and this is the cold part. So we've been talking about Ukraine and the amount of Nazis in the Ukraine. And... Why do you got Nazis in the Ukraine all of a sudden? Because something going on, bro. Like, okay, let's talk about United States. Let's talk about rap music, uh, propaganda. Uh, uh, let's talk about who owned the record companies, who who said, hey, we don't want no brand, more brand Nubians. We want more NWAs. <laughs> Who said, like I was reading the book, Spyfall, um, they were, who's, who was, uh, uh, what's his face? Matter of fact, that Arnon Milchin dude, remember Arnon Milchin? He's in the news now. He just testified against... Uh, uh, Cause you know, dudes on trial. The uh, the prime minister of uh, Israel, what's his face? He's on trial for corruption, and this happened. Now he he's off trial, and that guy Arnon Milchin testified against him, the movie producer in the United States. I think he got his visa revoked finally after he testified. I think he's over there in England now, but he's one that twelve years a slave. He did like hella old school films I think it was Pretty Woman and in the book he's talking about how he he didn't want no positive images of black folks he didn't want to fund nothing like that 
And then you go down to South Africa. You can look up, there's a book on that too, where they talk about how they helped the uh, the racist Boers keep control over their black population and clean up their image and do it in, in silent. But the Africans weren't having that shit and it ended anyway. See what I'm saying? They got beat. They got beat up out of there. So it says, okay. So the current back to Argentina. So they're saying here, the composition of the immigration wave of Jewish population to Argentina, eighty percent is Ashkenazi, while Sephardi and Miss. So they're creating these subsets. Argentina has the largest Jewish population of any country in Latin America. Numerous Jews left during. Oh, so okay, so they missed the Spanish and the Latin Jews. Yeah, no, okay. no, no. The Ashkenazi are the Europeans. That's eighty percent. No, I know that. I, right. So it's probably what. But, but, but Argentina, South America, right? Yeah. They got the largest. So them is the Latin and the Spanish Jews and shit. No, that's the ones they over there went over there and try to establish a, a pseudo state in Argentina. But Argentina, that's where the Nazis went to. So I was reading something online, right, on the mm-hmm. on the passport bros a couple of days ago, and a guy was like, "Yo, what's up with Argentina?" And the dude was like, "Dude, blacks do not go there." Because they got blacks there, yeah, but they're like, man, they're kind of racist and elitist there. They said, you know, they got all them Nazis over there. And it was like, yeah, and they got some other people up over there too, and they're over there doing like, you know, Argentina got a lot of issues. So they're saying they left during the 70s and 80s to escape repression of the military junta immigrating to Israel, West Europe, and North America. So they started leaving up out of there in the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. It's the seventh largest outside of Israel. After World War II, they had a half a million there in, in Argentina. So a major immigration wave in the 2000s, more than 10,000 settled in Israel. See, that's what I'm saying. So what we're talking about, they're openly moving around. It's like (laughs) they're moving all over the place, but they're going to tell us that they aren't colonizing. Because I'm, I'm just going home. Yeah, they're going home. But they was going home in Argentina, too. They're going home and mm-hmm. everywhere. Home is everywhere. Then they decided, right? They decided, now we're going to go over here. So what I'm saying is this. Yeah. What would make them lay stake to that? Exactly. But if somebody says something, they can't really have a home claim a home until God comes back. That's what some rabbi was saying. Let's go. So, man, bro, look, 
you know what gives them ties to everything. Go ahead. What are what are what are the oldest books out here that we dealing with? What the Torah and the Talmud, their books or our books, the Bible? Even then, there. Listen, bro. Even our books. What does it say? Who's who's over everything? Well, God. Yeah, but who's your son? Jesus. And he's like what? A Jew. He's the king. Of the Jews. Yeah. And, and who do we follow? Who do we follow? Jesus. There we go. But, so, but. You know, we, some way, shape, or form, they got us going and coming. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. And they say Jesus was a, uh, they don't like Jesus. They killed Jesus and they were like, yo, he's burning in a, he's he's in hell right now. Jesus in hell. We talked about this a couple, way back. It covered, if y'all want to find out. So, so, so look. There is some guy named Theodore Herzl, a Hungarian-born Jew, is considered the father of political Zionism. So now we got to get into Zionism. Zion. Let's see, Zion. Didn't Bob Marley talk about Zion a lot? Zion and Atom. See? Atonist. Aren't they the same people? Because, you know, I hear some people like, okay, the there's this guy who, at Mondo Weiss, he escaped, he left Palestine. He was over there trying to help. So I don't know what he was doing, but he was saying, it's kind of like the same shit we're saying. And he said he was raised in a ultra-conservative uh See, they're they trying to get At Aton away from that Zion. I think one of them. Uh, so they are uh, oh, Zionites. He was like, uh, he came from an ultra conservative Zionist Jewish home. And I'm like, so Zion is the separation. Are Zionists the Republicans of the Jews? Are they the ones really running a lot of this stuff? We need to get into that next show. But what did I say? There was a couple other. Oh. So when you like look and they, and so let's see, redefining. So they're redefining colonialism. Uh, you got Will and Jada Smith over here doing some weird ass shit. Um, we got immigrants. See, you notice they ain't talking about the immigrants no more, running across the border. 
know, uh, man, bro, I, I pretty much expected for that to kind of almost be a swept under the rug situation. But you know, you know who those guys are, right? <laughs> that's that's gonna be our military. They gonna throw. They gonna. Because we ain't got these ki- these kids. Just like over there, like I said, in Israel and the Ukraine, our kids ain't ready to fight neither. For the most part. It's all written out. It's all like well-known military circle, military putting it out. And, the you know, they're not even putting the, the generals in place. The Republicans are blocking that. And so I, I'm just looking at these dudes, and there's videos of like, uh, there's videos like in Chicago, New York. They're like they got military aged men. They're bringing them in at the middle of the night. It was like Mexicans and some black dudes, and it's like they were doing this already. They were like, "Yo, if you join the military, we'll give you citizenship." My neighbor, uh. A Ghanaian dude. He was in the in the uh, Marines. That's why he got his citizenship. He joined the Marines. So, I'm thinking that's what they're gonna do. And then they building these little billion dollar billion dollar prisons in multiple states. I'm trying to figure out they're gonna get their political opponents in there because. That's where this whole thing is going. We got to keep an eye on these motherfuckers over us, too. Mm-hmm. And so now you got Biden going over to Israel. Why the fuck is Biden going to Israel, dude? Why is our sitting president flying into a war zone? Man, bro, so he could go down in history somehow because he ain't did this shit else. Yeah. There's a crazy-ass video. Let me see. I think I put it up in the group. I think he was talking about Israel. He was saying it was when he was younger. Oh, now I just seen something. Now an earthquake hit southern Iran, which is, <laughs> fam, you can't make this stuff up. Uh, 5.5 earthquake just hit southern Iran. And of course, you know, Andre Knox, direct energy weapon. Where is it at? I need to find this clip where Biden is saying he's younger. And he's talking, is this him right here? No, that's Oakland. Because, you know, Iran got with Iran got with Lebanon and uh, they got together and said, if you keep playing around, oh, here it is, right here. Right here. I don't know if you can hear it. Whether or not in Israel, the United States of America would have to invent an Israel to protect her interest in the region. It is the best $3 billion investment we make. Whether or not in Israel, the United States of America would have to invent an Israel to protect her interest in the region. See what I'm saying? You hear that? What? Biden, you hear that? What Biden's saying? Okay. He's saying if there wasn't an Israel, 
we'd have to invent one to protect our interest in the Middle East. Mm. It's an old... Here's the thing. What do you mean if there wasn't one you'd invent? That's what you did. (laughs) So So pretty much what you're saying is whatever we did already, we would still need to do it. Like, don't say if there wasn't an Israel like it wasn't invented. You yeah. invented Exactly. He said, and, see, and this is that's a what old... frustrating me about these elitists, bro. And these people's in these positions. You know, but, at least deal with us from a halfway intelligent perspective. When you say if one didn't exist, we'd have to create one. You're implying that Israel is like a real border. Yeah. Like it's a, a space of antiquity. It's not. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, so now we see what it is. Um, Israel, if we and if we're paying for Ukraine's defense and we're paying for Israel's defense, dude, those are, we're, we're those are, those are United States territories then. If we're paying for everything, but we don't got no title on it, that's a proxy. These are proxy nation states of America. And are they are we a proxy nation state of the Zionists? Zionist control of the unit. Is that a showing? how these Zionists, Atonists, have control of the United States. Because they were heavily involved in the slaves. Let's see, because like I said, the Lopez brothers, the, they were on, let's see, Lopez brothers. Let's see. This is a crazy story. Let's see, Lopez brothers, slave Ship. This is, I'm pulling all this stuff. Aaron Lopez. His, Aaron Lopez. Lopez underwrote 21 slave ships during a period in which Newport sent a total of 347 slave ships to Africa. Let's see. Aaron Lopez Brothers. Jewish, because I know they. I remember. Oh, here it goes. Okay, is that it? The irony of Aaron Lopez, the merchant prince in Newport. Aaron Lopez flees the Spanish Inquisition and arrives in Newport, a religious refugee. Okay, the slave trade is in JSTO, jestor.org, J-S-T-O-R.org. The slave trade of Aaron Lopez in Newport recited a paper in 1975, English participation in slavery. Number two, Lopez, a Sephardic Jew, immigrated, oh no, he immigrated from Lisbon to Newport. 
See what I'm saying? He was instrumental in founding the Turo Synagogue, the first in the colonies. He was also a pioneer in the spermaceti industry. What the hell is spermaceti? Holy shit. This is what the hell is spermaceti industry? Oh, this see what I'm saying? Lopez. <laughs> Let's see. What is spermis? What that sounded a little weird. Spermaceti industry. But that's what I'm saying, man. All in industry. Let's see. Spermicidal. Let's see. What is that? I'm looking it up. That sounds really special. Okay. Define it. What is it? Oh, wax. Okay. Produced by the sperm whale. Okay. So, yeah, you have it right there. Then you got it. So they was involved in slavery. So now we got to turn around (laughs) and send our kids... To die. Yeah, bro. Now, we got to send our kids to die, and then, if you say stuff like that, you're anti-Semitic, though, see? Let's see, Aaron, the Lope, Aaron Lopez, wasn't he on the ship with, I think, let's see, Aaron Lopez, okay, and... So, dude opened the first synagogue and everything. Let's see. See, they be trying to... Oh, here, right here. What is this? The 18th... So, they're calling 18th century Jewish merchant prince of Rhode Island. Aaron Lopez, the wealthiest man in Newport. <laughs> Slaving like a mug. He look, it says right here. Here it goes. Born in nineteen no, born in seventeen thirty one. Portuguese converso Jews or Lopez acted as a Catholic openly. And Judaism behind closed doors. In reselling in Newport in 1752, he headed a booming merchandise business. He became a key supplier of munitions to the American Revolutionary Forces, dabbling in whaling, and shamefully participated in the slave trade. He had over 30 ships and 100 coastal vessels. He prevented ships from departing from his dock on either Jewish or Christian Sabbaths. He was born a Lisbon. He was a mainstay of the Jewish community. 
and he laid one of the cornerstones for the Turo Synagogue, the oldest surviving synagogue in the country. Despite his prominence, Aaron Lopez appeals for citizenships were repeatedly denied. He died in 1884 by drowning in a pond while watering his horse. He left behind a wife and 15 children. He had a 15 children with one woman? I don't know. He said he had a wife and 15 I highly doubt she had 15 kids. I don't know. See probably had like six baby moms or something. So... This is what I'm talking like. So then you get into like even with Easy E, who's Jerry Heller? <laughs> you got, I mean, like you got. See what I'm saying? I'm not even gonna do. You can go on and on with this shit, man. <laughs> They, they're trying to say here, the Pew Research Service, they're not a highly religious group. This is a Pew Research, at least by traditional measures of religious observers, but many engage in it, Judaism. And then they're talking about Anti-Defamation League. But for such a small, what are they? Oh. Uh, percentage Jewish percentage of you of uh, uh and I'm not even trying I'm just talking about history Jewish percentage in the world they said there's only like 14 million of them around the world but it's like if Aaron Lopez was openly being a Catholic. <clears throat> so that's not... There are 2.4% of you, 7 million of them in the United States. So... 7 million United States percentage in um, U.S. government. Yeah, this is wild. We've been going in, oh, let's see, media on. Okay. Interesting. Do us media record execs. Executives. So the okay right here, Jewish record exams. Herb Abramson founder founded Atlantic. Burl Adams founded Mercury, and it's Lou Adler, Roxy Theater, Moses Folkway Records. There's like a list. They got a big ass list. Music. Let's see music. Damn. Doug Morris, Monty Lippman, Guy 
Rick Rubin, uh, Barry Weiss, um, RCA Records, uh, CEO Sony, former chairman of Barry, like they own the whole music industry. Giant Records, MCA, and Ticketmaster, Irving Azoff, chairman, founder of Giant, co-founder of Oak Music Group, Ticketmaster. Let's see. Scooter Braun. That's the guy that's going around buying up everybody's um catalog. Let's see. Former CEO Warner. Uh, Edgar Bronfman Jr. Leonard. Chess Records. You heard of Chess Records. Um, Imperial Chess Records. Records. Who is that? I think that's like Chubby Checker and all those guys in my... Okay, okay. Let me see. I'll look at it. Let's see. It expanded into soul music, gospel, early rock and roll. These are loans. So music, when you're talking about record deals, you're talking about loans. The Mm -hmm. the chess catalog is owned by Universal, managed by Geffen and Universal. It it, uh, founded in 1947. Expanded into soul Music, gospel, and early rock and jazz. So it's basically all black music. Right? Distributed by Geffen. Let's see. Cub Cub. I'm just looking for some names. Oh, discography. Muddy Waters, Chuck Berry, Little Walter, Bo Diddley, Howlin' Wolf, Chuck Berry, John Lee Hooker. <laughs> Yeah, we got on chess. Yeah. Damn. Um. Yeah, Marty, Marty Ward, all his records. John Lee Hooker, Chuck Berry, Freddie, Freddie, and Flo Robinson, Moms Mabley, Pigmeat Markham, <laughs> Chuck Berry, Howlin' Wolf. Um. See what I'm saying? Let's see it. And look, I'm still scrolling all like all the way top to bottom. Yeah. All their albums, right? And that's what I'm oh and that's what I'm talking about, dude. This is like what so they ain't getting into television, right? So they got a little uh-huh. television section. So Lorimar, Merv Edelson founded Lorimar, Sunbee Television Company. Edmund Anson, Avi Arad, founder of Marvel Studios. Israeli-American founder of Marvel Studios, former CEO to Samuel Arkoff, American International Pictures. Those are a lot of black films under there. Uh, President CEO music chain, AMC and co-owner of the Philly 76ers, chairman of Warner Brothers, Ted Ashley and Warner, founder... These motherfuckers just transitioning to some other shit. But No, they're doing it on every continent. When we go to another continent, it's probably the same sort of setup. Yeah, they just transitioning. South yeah, Africa... Yeah, one minute you there, you know. But that's what I always be wondering, like... A lot of times, okay, these people who do this for what you do before, how did you get enough money 
to be able to get involved in this where they be telling these stories. Oh, he comes from humble beginnings, and I'm all like, man, but how did they? How how were they able to become a shipping mogul? Mm-hmm. Right, and so this kind of explains that shit. Well, what's that for again? What's that guy's name? I can't. What was that guy telling you about? Oh, Arnon Milchin. This guy's even more crazy. This this guy alone, look, this dude, he put out the Italian job once upon a time. Uh, Legend, that movie in 85, Legend, Undersea, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, <laughs> Free Willy, Free Willy 2, Man on Fire with Denzel, Amsterdam, with Denzel's son, 12 Years a Slave. He won an Academy Award for that. I, that's what I'm saying. Free, yeah, The Revenant with uh, Leo DiCaprio, Pretty Woman. Um, This movie, I'm not even saying, the creator just came out. I just saw it the other day. That shit was filthy. He, he, he produced that shit with Denzel's son. He did two movies with Denzel's son already. The Northman. And and when I was reading in that book, it was like, see what I'm saying? Twelve years a slave. He, they were saying he was working on a nut, and uh, and that's and that's what I'm talking about. And movie loans, or uh, loans. These are loans, like you know, music industry or loans. People are trying to oh, these are. So they loaning, <laughs> lending niggas. So niggas is not getting their catalogs back. And and what's that guy that had Whitney Houston? Clive Davis. They notice we absent. Well, uh, what's his real name? Let's see. I know it's oh, right here. Davis was born in Brooklyn. Oh, it says he was born in Brooklyn, New York, to a Jewish family, the son of Herman and Florence Davis. After spending four of his earliest years in England, he was raised in Crown Heights. Okay, so let's see. So I'm just curious as that's a lot of power for a per people with only like two percent of the population. So what we're saying is when we talk about the ultra rich and the wealthy, if you put all their wealth into one basket. They, uh, let's see, let's see, wait, Jewish, Jewish entertainment, in, in Ukraine, so when they talk about that secret meeting in hip-hop, Something. So apparently, 
Man, bro, hold on. Stop, stop. Let me just go ahead and say this. People with all the money. Yeah. They the Jews and they the Arabs. Yeah. Right? Now, of course, other ethnicities are going to have their millionaires, their billionaires. I tell people like this. The two ethnicities I just named, those people have so much money that they don't even register when it comes to the money mm-hmm. because they're dealing with amounts of currencies that aren't even in the economy. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, when, and, like think about this. No, and, about this. and we're talking think about, about the migration of the money. Let me say this, because I'm going to let you go. Mm-hmm. They gave the Jews the control of the industry and, like, the entertainment, those industries, the shit where it's, got, it's the people. They gave Jews, not Jews, excuse me, they gave the Arabs all the control of the resources, primarily oil. Hold on. Now, with that, the oil money lets them tap into other things, right? Mm-hmm. Now these guys have started a culture of opulence on the level of, say, Mansa Mosa, mm-hmm. right? Like, see, they talk about that shit more now because they never forgot about how Mansa Musa took his black ass over there flexing with all that gold. And pour so much and put pour so much gold into the economy that they left shit off balance. Mm-hmm. They doing the same model now. If you pour enough money into an economy, who controls it? The people or you? Yeah. Same shit, bro. Anyway, though, go go get back to what you were saying because you know I just had to throw that up in there yeah. before you said some shit that made me lose my train of thought. No, no, but no. I'm just saying I noticed that that. They've given the Arabs control of the natural resources. They've given the Jews control of human resources. Yeah. The yeah, the blood, sweat, and tear money. And so I just found something more crazy. So they got another article on the expulsion of Jews from England. <laughs> I just found this. This is in a nut. Some more say the first significant migration of Jews in England came after the Norman invasion in 1066. By the late 1200s, England had a small Jewish population of around 3,000 people. Throughout this period, the Jews suffered anti Semitic prejudice, often scapegoats, wrongly accused of crimes. There were frequent riots against him. Many Jews were employed as money lenders. The Jews took these jobs because the Christian church traditionally ruled that usury money, money lending for interest, was illegal. That's illegal in Islam, too. Uh, was illegal for Christians, but not for Jews. The Jews were taxed heavily, so the wealth earned in the usury trade benefited the crown directly. So... So they created Jews. Well, it says here, late late twelve hundred, a series of laws have been created restricting the right of the Jewish people. For instance, they were not allowed to own land 
and after death their money went their money went to to the crown uh twelve seventy five Edward one passed a law forbidding Jews from usury, so he passed a law they couldn't even lend money lend money no more well, I'm like if you were making the money, no, he passed a law saying no, nah, we don't even want them in the business no more. They were entitled to earn a living as tradesmen or farmers, but were not allowed to be part of guilds or to own farmland. The Jews became poor, and the king could no longer collect taxes from them. Many hundreds were arrested, hanged, or imprisoned, and then finally in 1290, they were banished from England. They were not, not allowed to return until 1656. Oh, wow, that's wild. See what I'm saying? It was like they got into the game, and he was like, "Nah, bro." That, like I just said, if you do enough digging, they somehow created a segue into everything, right? Like everything we can think of. Once we start digging, they've somehow figured out how to put into the literature. Oh, we claim we take claim for this. Oh, well, in Argentina back in the 1500s, we were here. Oh, well, we were in this area back then. Uh, da, da, da. But then when you pull it up, you're just like, wait, hold on. There's only a few thousand of them. They just a cult. Now, if they are rooted and embedded in everything the way they claim, mm-hmm. hey, bro, bro, there should be millions of these cats. Yeah. Like, like they, they, they're, they, they should be like 20% of the world's population, bro. Yeah. And they're talking about the usury. I can't read. That's like in... Uh, so the usury is money lending. Which is a, a record deal. Which is credit. You it's know, credit. A record deal, credit, whatever at the end of the day, it's money lending. Okay. Like, bro, the average person, the above average person, like we're going to say somebody with a 850 credit score and they got bread and all like that, man. Most of the people, you know, the credit score is just about that. Credit. All the way to where we'll ask somebody, would you rather have a million dollars in cash or $500,000 in credit. And they brainwash people to somehow be like, I'll take the credit. We, they, where they got us, bro, is where we would rather somebody loan us something than for us to have it ourselves. Because what we don't understand is that within the loan, they still control everything. If me and you right now went into business and we owned the McDonald's, who got more control of the McDonald's, me and you or McDonald's themselves? <laughs> McDonald's. Why? Because they control all the terms. And? And they, They're gonna control the land, bro. Yeah, yeah. Right. That I, it don't matter, nigga. If it's land, me and you buy. Let's say we own a town. You know how they had these towns where you could buy. 
me and you, we get some money together and we buy a town and we decide we're going to bring business there. Mm. If we get a McDonald's, it could be in a building. You know them little small McDonald's that are like the kiosk-style McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Like gas station McDonald's. But if we want to build a McDonald's, they're going to have to own the land. Yeah. Those are the terms, like you said. They create the terms. And within them terms, nothing will be in our favor. The only thing we'll be allowed to do is make money. But me yeah. and you can't say we want healthier options. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I own the franchise. Say, huh? I own the franchise under a guy. I don't know if he was Jewish or not, but it worked It worked out in the end. It worked out for years. In the end, it kind of didn't because they kind of like bullied me to into selling. But that, you know, it is what it is. It says right here, Judaism con- condemns uh, usury towards Jews, but allows it towards non-Jews. It's called D-E-U-T 23.19 to 20. Go ahead. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, like, with one, one thing about it is that they have a culture where they encourage the idea of exploiting everyone and mm-hmm. helping your own. Right? So... They'll look down at everyone else for being that way, but yeah. it's in their scripture. It's in their law. Yeah, it's part of regular practice with them. Yeah, that's what it is. But they allow for the exchange of services, but not. Yeah, you, but you don't get to do. You don't get to do uh, inflation. Not inflation. Interest. Yeah. Like whatever. They, whatever they loan. When you date people, that's what you got to pay back. But with us, they could give us, you know, whatever the worst loan ever. Like what's so called, the Hebrew Israelites are the one who really educated me to that. Because when we deal with the Bible, mm-hmm. there's different parts of the Bible. Yeah. Right? There's parts that ain't for us. Like our part is John 3.16. Romans 10, 9, shit like that. Right? Maybe Ecclesiastes 3, something something of that nature. But the stuff where we're dealing with Judea law, oh, you could do this, you could do that. Nah, we don't deal with that because we never was taught that. Right? See, there's plenty of people that read the Bible cover to cover. Mm Mm-hmm. But they don't understand shit because they don't know what applies to them. And they don't know what part is for it to exploit them. <clears throat> yeah. Right? But but in that book, <clears throat> I can guarantee you, you're never going to find the part where it tells black people unify. And you damn sure ain't going to find the part where it tells black people unify and exploit other ethnicities see it tells the jewish the jew to do that mm-hmm. see that's why the hebrews like well we the real jews and because the, the, the. the message to the gentile is be a slave yeah right that's what we've been taught we are right and the message to the jew is be kings mm-hmm. all the way to the point they are like man you know what we just gonna deal with our part Man, we don't even, man, fuck that shit. We don't need that New Testament shit. That's when you talk about everybody else. We don't want to deal with them. 
Yeah. And you know, yeah. And then we, like I said, we get to this music in the, in the lounge. You know, Lear Cohen, the head of YouTube, <laughs> is one. Doja Cat, Drake, Paul Rosenberg, The Alchemist, Action Bronson. I mean, <laughs> Light up, huh? even our bo- even our boy J number one. You know what I'm talking about. J number one. Think about it. One producer. No, local. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it. <laughs> yeah. Got it. So, Ali oops like a motherfucker. <laughs> oh, for sure. Ali oops. No shade, but I'm just saying. Even the guy, Lil Dicky, got a TV show with, with no one. Oh, uh, yeah, man. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I said for a long time do not be surprised we look up and hip hop you know hip hop just white you know I mean I never I never thought that I would see a mainstream rapper Mm -hmm. from Bowling Green Kentucky and I understand a rapper can come from anywhere shit nigga I'm from Seattle that's uh, that's the equivalent of Siberia for America, yeah. but here's the difference. We Seattle was like the third or fourth city to have a mainstream rapper. Like for whatever reason, we really took to it, and it was just on some organic shit. I don't know. Maybe it was the crime waves or the interstate, but I do know this: whatever was going on in America and the trends, Seattle always was like involved in. It. We always had the drugs. Well, what are the new bank schemes? We doing that? Yeah. That That's just the culture of the city. Right? But you could have never told me that there would be, yeah, like mainstream rappers from Bowling Green, Kentucky. Yeah. So... Dude, so technically, if you really think about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, have the blood, sweat, and tears of African Americans since slavery in this country, have we been funding uh, uh, a lot of this shit ourselves? Have we been funding, like, them put using money to get political influence to, like, do this type of shit in Palestine? Like, are we getting double taxed? <laughs> yeah, bro. We they like you said we, they're here just going and get, coming. We, we get <clears throat> one one thing about us where where the walking tax, where the human tax. Mm-hmm. Every every we get taxed. The human every tax of the way. Yeah. Right, we get taxed mentally, physically, 
right? Uh, like in school, yes, we're getting taxed because we're getting miseducated right in front of the white people who were getting the same education, but they're getting a real education for them, and we're getting a miseducation because we're learning things that don't empower us nor speak to who we are. Yeah, and but we can't use our own mediums to do so. When we try to do so, they deem them they're not popular and that that you know uh what's his face young young thug and and them guys sell <clears throat> well like i was saying earlier in the black community we've empowered the miseducators so much that they're the martyr as well see the person who gets all our kids locked up, mm-hmm. they're the person who was really trying to free them. Yeah. This is the cognitive dissonance that we have when we talk about these gang leaders who are locked up and we talk about free this one, free mm-hmm. that one. And so I'll be like, okay, when we say free this man, think about all the people who are followers of this man who we who we said free him as well y'all don't see a pattern what yo this dude has done more like the the growth and development shit i've seen more destruction than i've seen growth and development i hear you on the growth and development i embrace that but the reality of it is is that that shit isn't for you to do nothing good if that if that's what was going on they would have eradicated that shit a long time ago yeah right imagine if if me and you we kids we started gang we 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 sell drugs and we pimp hoes we kill but rule number one we got primary rules rule number one follow the rules Rule number two, no ratting. Rule number two and a half, you will go to school. Right? Yeah. If you don't if you don't go to school, there'll be severe penalties. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> this is how we're going to deal with truancy. You're not qualified to not get an education. Man, bro, that, that gang. I'll give it about 10 years. I'll give it about 10 years because, see, here's what would happen. There would be ones who, if you have to go to school, there's going to be people who just get good, who just get good grades by default. Just like, man, well, fuck it. I'm here. I might as well do this and that. Well, them is going to be the people they make engineers and people who could secure jobs you're going to get involved in real estate because if i send you to real estate school you gonna learn just because i sent you now all these dudes is in the games the dudes who just graduate and the first thing they want to do is sell drugs or okay they will be our street soldiers but everybody's educated yeah right we don't we don't have no 12 year olds just in the street hey man look you could do whatever, whatever. You better not get arrested doing nothing during school hours. If you get suspended from school for fighting, you're getting DP. Yes, 
I completely understand that they came up there fucking with you. I'm not no sucker. I wasn't running. Cool. I respect you didn't run, but you still getting DP because the rules are you can't fight at school. So what you telling me, I was supposed to run and catch. Yep, you were supposed to run and then catch him after school. Yeah. What's the point of me running, then fighting him later? So yeah. there you go. But but this is how we doing it to weed out who's who and what's what. Everybody's under the same shit. But yeah. if you meant to be a doctor, you're going to medical school. Yeah. Right? That gang wouldn't last 10, 10 years. Now, the gangs that could last 100 years are the gangs where everybody's doing dumb shit. And by the time these niggas wake up, they ain't got no teeth in their mouth. They could barely talk. Yeah. These niggas are some Al Bundy ass niggas talking about the way things started and what the origins. Man, bro, don't nobody give a fuck what's going on now. How come? How 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 come y'all how come y'all ain't impactful right now? Yeah, that that's what I be wanting to get into. Yeah, but see what they empower is all this shit. All these motherfuckers who they were supposed to be this. Oh, when it started off, here's what it was. Okay, so what is it now? Okay, so at what point did it turn into, oh, well, when they introduced this and they introduced that and then and did it, did it, did And all the people we celebrate, them is all the people who did the shit to turn it bad. Yeah, and so, oh, so, let's see. I'm looking up something right now, right? So, like it's like we've been talking about, like you're saying, like they got a plan. Hold up, they had a plan, and they've been persecuted. Like you said, like we were saying, they control the media. They've been they're the persecuted ones. But I saw somewhere they said, off the coast of Italy. There's like 200 boats of people trying to immigrate into Italy. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> so they want a million people. They want more than a million to leave Israel, their ancestral homeland, Palestine, whatever. They want a million up out of there. And then they got another million or so on the other side escaping to Italy. I'm trying to figure out what. Man, I can't even make sense of this shit. But, yo, we're going to talk about this some more. I got to run. Okay, bro, bro. This is this has been, yeah, this is wild, huh? Yeah, we're going to chop it some more, bro. We got we to gotta get back into these convos, man. Uh, I'm actually about to hop on something right now. Just right. to see what they talking about. Oh, okay. What's up with the James Flame show? Is it still going? Well, you know, he, he shit, he he got locked up for a minute over oh. a whole over a whole oh, that case. Thing? So yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, he'll that that's why we haven't been doing it. Cause I I wanted to do it, but then I said, nah, 
I don't want to do it because I don't want niggas thinking that they kept the show alive and he come back and niggas act like he owe him something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now nah, we'll just bring the show back when you come back and yeah. boom, we'll just do it like that. Man, I wanna, I wanna, um, I wanna do a show with Jimmy, a couple Jimmy. Man, bro, all you gotta do is hit him up. I Let know. me know. I'll, I'll hook you guys up. Jimmy yeah. be going live in the morning doing shows. I know. I'll be talking to Jimmy. Yeah, we go. I want us all three on something. We're going to talk. But, yeah, I'll holler at you later. All right, buddy. Okay, man. Peace. Peace.